0: Sean Watson, who is facing 22 current civil lawsuits, accusing him of sexual misconduct and sexual assault. He has yet to meet with the NFL investigators because the league does not want to interfere in current criminal investigations.
1: So, obviously, what's going on with Watson's pretty serious, um, but I don't think anything should be taken. He shouldn't have anything put against him until there's hard evidence that comes out saying he did this, he did that. Um, There's... It's pretty much just allegations at this point. There's no, like, photo evidence or nothing. It's just, I don't know. It puts the Texans in a tough spot. It puts Watson in a tough spot. He doesn't have a job, and if whoever's going to start week one for the Texans, if he does a good job, you know, he could ultimately, like, take Watson's job. Um. Like uh, Braxton said, he's facing 22 civil lawsuits. And if there's no like hard evidence, I mean, I don't know what the courts could do about it. It's just going to stay up in the air and, until something comes out.
0: To add on to what I said, um, at least 10 women have filed criminal complaints against Watson and with the Houston Police Department, including two of them, who are not suing him in civil court. So uh, the NFL has interviewed 10 of the women accusing Watson of sexual assault and sexual misconduct, but as part of its investigation in the matter, Tony Busby, the attorney representing the 22 women that have filed civil suits against Watson, has been confirmed. As the NFL's investigation into the allegations against Watson proceeds, the 25-year-old, who has requested plenty of trades and numerous teams, continues to participate in Texans' training camps with no restrictions, according to the league.
1: There's a lot of debate going on on who should be the Bears starting quarterback week one uh, between Justin Fields and Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton would be the veteran um, option, the more um, experienced quarterback, obviously. And Justin Fields is like the more exciting young rookie that everybody wants to see uh, succeed, which he has been thus far in uh, preseason. He's been looking pretty solid um there's a lot of strategy that goes into this decision, whether or not you want to play fields the first few weeks and risk uh injury for one or he gets off to a slow start and you start blaming him instead of uh, the other offensive components. but if you start Andy Dalton the first few weeks, you could uh see you obviously know he 's going to be pretty decent given he 's been in the league for many years he's Skilled, he's got plenty of experience to hold an offense, and um, if the offense isn't solid, then you can kind of understand it's not the quarterback's fault. Where if you just throw a rookie in there, it could be the quarterback, it could be receivers, or just overall team chemistry just might not be there yet um, with him just getting on the team. But the same goes for Andy Dalton. He just this is his first year with the Bears, and. We don't really know what he could be uh, with uh, Allen Robinson and other receivers and such. Um, I would understand if they start Andy Dalton the first game or two, and then uh, after that, maybe try out Justin Fields, see what happens there. I think that would be a good move. Um, I want to see Fields as soon as possible because uh, he looks pretty good, and he's Chicago's got a bright future quarterback. Uh this year there's uh quite a few people in the race for MVP, um quarterbacks especially. Uh you got many, many quarterbacks. Uh we got um
0: Aaron Lamar Rogers. Jackson,
1: Aaron Rodgers, Patty Mahomes, Josh Allen, um
0: Tom Brady, Tom
1: Brady Justin Herbert. That's six off the top of my head. I'm definitely forgetting some. But uh, this will be a very entertaining year for quarterbacks to watch, um, fantasy-wise, too, especially. If you have a good top, I'd say top eight quarterback, you're uh, definitely in contention to win your fantasy league. Um, There's also a handful of running backs that have a good shot with uh, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, if he can stay healthy. Saquon. Alvin
0: Kamara. Alvin Alvin
1: Delvin Cook. Aaron Jones. And then there's obviously receivers all the time that are, if they have a decent quarterback and they get their uh, catches and yards, whatnot, Devontae, A-Rob, if if, uh, Justin Fields is on point this year. Um, Rookie of the year as well. There's a lot of good uh, candidates for that, obviously. Um, I think Justin Fields will win, uh, personally. Um, he's coming into an offense that has pretty much everything set up for him uh, besides quarterback. Running back is could be better, but David Montgomery is pretty solid. Uh, he's got a great first option receiver in Allen Robinson, obviously. He's uh, pretty solid. Our tight end group is okay, could be a little bit better. Um, We're a very fast team, especially if we have Tariq Cohen all year. Good little check down, two yard screen pass, whatever. You could run the ball pretty well. Um, Yeah, and our defense is looking pretty solid. It was pretty good last year. But with how much they had to be on the field throughout the game, because Trubisky kept turning the ball over. Um if fields can stay on the uh if fields can stay on the field a little more often than uh uh Mitch Trubisky that did then um I think our defense will get the rest they need and they can play at the best of their ability. Colin Kaepernick is um I'm not sure if he's gonna play in the league this year or not if he gets picked up by a team or if he's currently on a roster. I honestly could not tell you. He's caused a lot of controversy in the NFL since it was either 2015 or 2016. He started his whole kneel for the National Anthem uh, bull crap, honestly. Um, there's the argument of he's a football player that gets paid millions of dollars to just go out and play football. He should just shut up and play every week and not cause a scene about whatever he thinks or doesn't think or whatever. But then there's a side that says he should stand up for his rights because he's a human and he has every right to protest what he believes. Um, I think somewhere in the middle of that is understandable. Like, yeah, you should stand up for what you believe, but there's no reason to do it during an NFL game, especially during the national anthem. Like, the military's got nothing to do with it. If you're mad because Trump was president at that time, then, like, protest before the game, after the game, not on Sunday, Monday, Thursday when you play. Like, you have four or five other days in the week to talk about whatever you want to on a podcast, on the news, on the radio. Go voice your opinion there. Like, don't do it in front of, I don't know, people at a football game. Like, that's... I, I honestly don't take it very serious, cause I don't know. Like if you if you feel that strong about something, then voice it when you're not in the spotlight, or uh, like make your own way to get it out to the public instead of having a TV camera in your face and you're kneeling for the national anthem. Um um in relation to the colin Kaepernick uh, problems, Nike decided to back him one hundred percent with their true to seven ad campaign um This is obviously controversial. Nike has been known to do some crazy things. They signed LeBron James out of high school for a hundred million dollars plus um and they're backing Colin Kaepernick on his stance which uh, obviously will cause backlash, but there will be supporters to it. But I think ultimately they'll lose more business than they'll gain from it.
0: So there was the debate between the Teddy Bridgewater-Drew Locke QB battle on the Denver Broncos. So against the Vikings in preseason game one, Teddy Bridgewater, 7 for 8, 74 yards and one touchdown. Drew Locke threw for 151 yards and two touchdowns. Week two against Seahawks, Drew Locke threw 9 for 14, 80 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Teddy Bridgewater, 9 for 11, 105 yards, and one touchdown. And week three against the Rams, Teddy Bridgewater threw 6 for 11 for 62 yards and one touchdown. Drew Locke threw 5, five for 7, 61, 67 yards and one touchdown. So my opinion, I think Teddy Bridgewater's start. I think he's a better overall player than Drew Locke. He's quicker. He, I feel like he can read his receivers more. He knows who to hit. He's a good QB for Cortland Sutton, uh Tim Patrick, and KJ Hamler. Granted, Drew Locke's been there for two, three years now. But uh I feel like Teddy Bridgewater is just overall better quarterback for the Broncos and he's better fit, although even though they they did end up naming him starting QB, it's just I think it's a better decision for the Broncos, and I think it'll be a bet a lot better decision than Drew Locke for the Broncos in the long run. Urban Meyer. Tim Tebow
1: has uh, been cut from the Jaguars um, during the preseason of the uh, 2021 NFL season. There's a lot of debate as to why he got cut or if he should have been cut. Uh, Bottom line, I think it shouldn't be a popularity contest to decide if you get a roster spot or not. Um, Somebody just straight up beat him. He's better at what he does, even though Tim Tebow's Tim Tebow. Um, like I, he's a household name but I don't think he's got much left in him for a sustainable NFL career um, I think he's passed his prime and he has been for a few years Um, he went did a baseball thing for a few years he played for the Mets minor league system and he didn't really succeed in that so then he tried out football again he made the practice squad and made the preseason roster. And then when the 53-man rosters had to be cut down, um, Tim lost his job. And I don't blame the Jaguars. If they have uh, somebody else better than Tim Tebow, then I say give it to that guy. Um, it's Like I said, it shouldn't be a popularity contest just because he's a big name. He's had success before. He shouldn't just get a spot especially at a new position tight end because he came into the league originally as a quarterback uh, when he was drafted out of Florida. And he had his few years of success in college, and his first few seasons in the NFL weren't too bad until uh, Peyton Manning came in and took his spot. Um, yeah, that's that.
0: So some comeback, a comeback player in the NFL, hopefully this year, well, Saquon Barkley coming back from a torn ACL injury. He just started compact to practice this past week. Um, he has been fully padded. He has been working pretty hard at practice. Um, torn ACLs are not the easiest injury to come back from. Um, according to the Giants, he is not 100%, but he has been practicing, and he has been doing very well with the Giants come back from injury. Saquon Barkley is expected to play Week One, but like I said, the New York Giants are having him limited at practice right now, so he doesn't risk anything else because we don't because he isn't he is not one hundred percent yet still. But
1: another notable running back that was injured last year was Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he missed thirteen games with a high ankle sprain. Um, and also had shoulder and thigh issues. Uh, He's looking to make a comeback this season. He'll be a top running back for sure, especially with the Panthers' uh, lack of receiving core. Um, The last year before his injury, he was looking pretty good. Um, Speaking of, another player coming off injury is Dak Prescott. Last year he broke his ankle and also had some shoulder issues that isn't really common in the NFL among quarterbacks but more common among uh, major league pitchers. So he was not 100% throwing, but he still looked pretty good. He threw for about 400 yards and three touchdowns and only threw one interception in the season start against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers where they almost pulled out the win when everybody was kind of going against them, saying the Bucks would blow them out. They lost to a field goal with about five seconds left in the fourth quarter. Um, Dak, before he got hurt last year, was going to break the passing record for passing yards in a single season. He was going to pretty much shatter that record if he stayed on pace. But he uh, was tackled and somebody landed on him he broke his ankle and it was complete devastation for the cowboys and their fans um after after that game they weren't much of a team they lost or they won a handful of games and could barely hold their own in the weakest division in the nfl speaking of players that did pretty well last night um antonio brown looked pretty sharp Uh, obviously has a great quarterback in Tom Brady but um, people didn't think Antonio Brown would ever return to his normal self after his off the field issues and he looked pretty good last year but he still wasn't back to what we know him as when he was with the Steelers but last night he showed out and played really well I think he had somewhere around four or five catches for 100 plus yards and a touchdown um including a 50-yard touchdown catch from Tom Brady, which was kind of the, I think, the play of the game. Um, It just kind of put a damper in the the Cowboys' defense. They thought they were going to get a stop, maybe force a punt, and then Tom Brady just whips out like a 47-yard dot right to A-B in the end zone. Uh, It's pretty exciting to see Antonio Brown back to where he is. Um, I was always a fan of him when he was with the Steelers. I'd always try to draft him on my fantasy squad. Uh, Yeah, So I hope he has a good season along with uh, everybody else on the fantasy team.